Welcome to another episode of Real and Raw with Ben Taylor. If you're new here, what I do is I go through every week of some of the lessons and revelations that I've learned over the past week, trying to talk to you and just open up of, hey, this is what's going on in my life. This is how I'm growing and changing and transforming. What I want you to understand is there's a lot of people in this world that change, that modify, that do these change behaviors all the time. But people that actually transform have to start working on the shit that's inside from the inside out. This is one of the hardest things for people to be able to see, to grasp, to understand, and to be able to have into their own life. So part of this podcast is just sharing, hey, this is the stuff that's going through my head. This is stuff that I'm working through on a day-to-day basis. The format of how I actually go through this is walking you through my daily stacks. So each day I'm using a program and a software that has this aspect in it called stacking, which is walking through how do I actually change my mindset on the things that I'm dealing with? How do I get clear about what I'm viewing, what I'm thinking, what I'm saying, how I'm feeling? How do I actually express and deal with my emotions? And so sometimes people have a lot of questions of like, what does this look like? How does this, how does this interact with all this kind of stuff? And it's kind of like a messaging back and forth with yourself is kind of what it feels like inside of an app, almost like you're texting back and forth with someone asking questions and then I'm filling stuff out. And for me, a lot of times it's free flowing. And so it's me just communicating. It's me just interacting. It's me just writing stuff down based on, hey, this is what I want to put out there. This is what I want in my mind to know, my thoughts to know, just to be able to get it out onto digital paper. So I do a lot of my in-depth work inside of these things called prayer stacks. And inside of prayer stacks, it's broken up into four sections saying, hey, this is what I want God to know. And it's kind of my area of just dumping, just being like, hey, this is the shit that's going on like in my head, in my mind, in my life, in my heart. Like This is just what's going on. And then it walks me through uh, like several different sections so that I come to a place where I have like this dear God section where it's like, hey, this is now what I'm thinking about. it. This is how I'm feeling about it. And what do you have for me? What does that actually look like on the other side? Now, some of you might be like, I'm not sure about this whole God thing. Totally get it. Then just understand this is a working process of me trying to deal with my feelings, my emotions, and working through what's actually going on in my life on a day-to-day basis. So over this past week, I've stacked multiple, multiple times. I'm typically just highlighting the stuff that's happening inside prayer stacking because prayer stacking for me has the most depth and the most interaction there. So without further ado, we'll just go ahead and jump right in uh, to my stack this past Tuesday. And the lesson coming out of this was distractions are only trying to remove my focus from growth and development. There's a piece in going through this that I started realizing I'm getting distracted by a lot of different things. In the morning, it's not something huge, but it's just these tiny moments. So for instance, one of the things that kind of clued me in, I'm like, wait a second, I'm getting more and more distracted with my workouts. Like I'll have workouts and then I'll have like different blocks and sets and we'll rest like 90 seconds in between. And then all of a sudden I come back to my machine that I use and it automatically starts calculating the time in between those rest periods. And so it used to be like 90 seconds, like a minute and a half. And then all of a sudden I'm like three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. And I'm like, whoa, what is going on? And so I started realizing that these little distractions, whether it's like checking something, responding to someone, responding to a comment, like all these different things are slowly just eating away at my growth. 
at my development. So looking at this, it's like, hey, this is a big thing that I need to work on. This is a big thing that I need to fix. A lot of the stuff that's been going on over this past week has been getting just clear on understanding there are different distractions in my life. There are different things that I need to change, that I need to develop. So part of the stack was just figuring out, hey, there's logistical things that need to shift. There's things that need to shift inside of my business. There's things that need to shift inside of my Thriver community. Like there's different things that I need to be able to work on and change so that I can actually get to a place where I'm being the most effective to the people that I serve. So I run with different groups of people. Uh, I work with about 10 to 12 like narcissists or guys with narcissistic traits that have hurt or abused other people and work on trying to bring them to honesty and how to be able to keep that in their life like I've been able to realize and learn over the past couple of years. And then I work with another group called the Thriver Community and that's a 120 day program that we put together helping, helping, helping women break free from the abuse, the mental, the emotional torture and kind of like mind fuck that happens when you're in a toxic relationship. And then we have several people that are in our launch program, which is actually going for the entire year. So that's them actually learning and applying and growing in all different aspects of life. So we had to make some adjustments of like, we got to have another call for them, like another specific thing that's going to help them grow and develop just because of the amount of people that we're trying to serve on like a day-to-day basis. So some of this was like, hey, this is what needs to happen. This is what needs to change. As I'm going through this, a huge part is just like trusting that I'm just moving in the right direction. Like, because there's a lot of things that are gonna hold me back. One of those things was distractions. And so like I wrote down here, I was like, distractions. I see them more and more. They come and they try to attack me. They try to hold me back. They try to keep me from moving towards who I am called to be. I know that they are not from God, but they are. But they have one confusion and distraction from my focus of it not being on God in that moment. I know that I cannot be distracted with others and my own stuff that is not leading me forward into who I am, need to be, and how I need to live. There's so many things that are going to try to distract me on a day-to-day basis. I have to make sure that I'm not letting them hold me and holding them back, holding them at bay. When I think through the main things that I recall, lust, fear, guilt, and distractions, that is what I'm thinking of today. And I know that I need to be able to work on all of these. I know that lust and fear are a big one and that distraction came came to me together. The guilt, I think is correct, but at the same time, I'm not sure. What does this actually mean? How is this actually holding me back? So just opening up the door of, there's different distractions in my life and how am I actually dealing with them? How am I working through them to make sure that they don't take over, that they don't actually have a hold on my life? What does that actually look like? Like you might be dealing with distractions in your life and you're like, I don't even know what distractions I have because it's so easy. All of a sudden you just have missed time in your schedule. You have missed time in your life. So once you start scripting out more of your schedule, more of your life, then you can actually see, wait a second, something happened here. Like there was a distraction here. There was something that like slowed you down. So another thing that was interesting inside this stack was it was the first time I started opening up about some frustration that I had uh, with other people that actually lead other movements and other groups. So inside of Warrior and what I do inside of there as a trainer of a Warrior and how I actually train with my company and with the people there, um, there's also other trainers out there that teach Warrior principles, like how to be real, like how to just tell the truth and to move forward. There's a lot of different people that do this. And inside of some of those groups, I was having this moment where I was just getting frustrated. Like learning how to be able to dump all of my shit into a stack and just kind of pour and like kind of gut myself in one sense has been a piece that I've realized has been huge and beneficial in my life on social media and inside the stacks because I'm just being vulnerable. I'm just being aware and saying, hey, this is the stuff that's going on. And when I do this, it opens up the door to growth. 
However, I've been seeing that there's been people inside of Warrior Council with trainers, all the different people that I, peers that I run with, where it doesn't feel like they're being vulnerable. And so it's like pissing me off. So I'm like writing stuff down here being like, hey, how do you expect to actually lead a movement if you can't be vulnerable here in this place? Like with other people that are practicing honesty, vulnerability, being, being real and raw, like how can you not even show up this way? Like for me, I'm, I get frustrated because I see it now where I used to be in my life, where I used to be comfortable hiding in the shadows. I used to be comfortable like not telling everybody this is what's going on. And I realize that it's one of the biggest things that keeps me sedated, hidden, and not actually fulfilling my purpose and my calling. So when I see other people doing it, I'm frustrated. And so that was a piece of this where I was trying to like work through this and be like, hey, we need to actually live by a code, which is showing up, telling the raw truth, like what's actually going on in our lives. And there's a whole piece of like, if someone can't be just public, like if someone just can't be honest about this is what's going on in private, this is what's going on publicly, like how do they expect to actually deal with other people's shit? Because if they can't deal with their own and they can't communicate that and they can't open up to other people, how is that gonna happen? So. One of the things I've tried to practice in my life on social media, on the businesses that I run, all of these things is to say, hey, this is who I am. This is real. This is raw. This is like the curtain pulled back on my life showing you I'm not a perfect person. I don't have this stuff figured out, but I know the tools that are going to help me get there. I know the tools that are going to help me have a better relationship, the tools that are going to help me get clear in my mindset, the tools that are going to get me more connected to God on a day-to-day basis. All of these things are absolutely essential of just knowing this is me growing and developing. So then I step into the next stack the following day. And one of the lessons out of this was just thinking through that the speed of my growth is dependent on how I close the gap between listening and acting on what I know I need to do. Now, this is something that came up last year that I've been working on and developing in my life, which is how do I actually shorten the gap between hearing and doing, between listening and acting? This is a piece that I've worked on really hard to try to close this, but it doesn't always mean that that gap is closed. Sometimes I might hear something and then not act on it for a couple weeks or for a month. Sometimes I might listen on something, act on it right away. And there's this piece that's like, oh, that's amazing. It's great because I knew what I was supposed to do and I did it. But there's also this time where there's like this fear, like these things that are like holding me back. So it's interesting. I was going into meditation this day and was walking through like several different pieces of meditation. And one thing that was interesting is there's this aspect of like dropping in and I saw kind of in the distance up on a hill, this door. And as I'm trying to get to this door, there's all these different like limiting beliefs and things that are trying to come out of the woodwork and trying to attack me. Like self-doubt, like fear, like worry, shame, guilt, like all this stuff trying to hold me back from getting to the door. It's really interesting. And so like we keep moving through this place and finally I get to the door and open it up and step into it. And all the chaos, all the things that are like trying to vie for my attention and hold me back just like disappear. And it's kind of like you walk into like a, just a white room, like just white everywhere. And I was like, what in the world? Like, what is this place? And the thought that came to me was this is your blank canvas. And I was like, what's going on with this? This is a blank canvas of where you can come to meditate. Because meditation happens in the mind. It happens like things get created in the mind. You have guided meditations, mantras, like you have all types of meditations. And it was this idea of like, hey, you can come here anytime to actually have connected meditation of whatever it might be. And for me, there was this piece of being able to step there and be like, almost like having this Rolodex in my mind of different meditations that I've had over the past year. 
different things that have opened up, different things that have shown me like, hey, this is the direction I need to go. These are the things I need to do. And it was really awesome. Like it was just like really cool to be able to experience and be able to see, hey, this is open for you every single time. The thing is, do you, I actually get quiet enough? Do I actually listen and act to actually get to the place where I'm going to drop into meditation every single time? So part of this is like, I'm trying to understand like, what are you trying to show me? Like what's actually going on? There's a lot of things over the past couple of weeks, just meditation that has been like, it's taken a while. Part of meditation has been interesting for me. Like it kind of ramps up where I'm like super connected, really good meditations or like revelations coming out and then it'll be like nothing. And I'll just be like sitting here for 30 minutes and then be like, what did I just do? Nothing actually came of it. So is this piece you have to understand meditation is this process that you keep stacking it on top of each other. You keep building these layers of getting deeper and deeper into meditation. So one of the things that was interesting is I was like thinking about this. I was like, what do you have for me today? Like, what are you trying to show me? I know that part of the place was understanding that meditation, the meditation that I can do anywhere and anytime by coming to this door. There's a part of me that is worried and scared to do that. Will I try to manufacture stuff? Will I try to make things up so I think something's cool? How do I know that it will not be abused in my mind of making this meditation? And the piece is the, the intention. The attention that I actually seek him, that I actually seek God. It only works if I'm walking into the door with the intentional focus of it to deepen my relationship with God. Please help me to see this. There is freedom in stepping inside. There is a freedom that God is letting me see and have that is to connect with him at any time. This is unique and a special place to me. There's been a lot of stuff inside of the area of meditation. It's interesting, the thought, because it's not just the lessons or ideas I thought I would be sharing or working through things. All of this feels new. God helps me to see the plan and will have the next steps that you have for me. I've been called. Oftentimes this seems heavy. Other times it just feels discouraging. Other times it feels numb as well. This is something I brought up inside of the group last night. Frankly, I don't know if it hit the right way or not. I'm not sure. There's part of me that doesn't want to feel numb inside of leading that group or connecting with the people there. I think this is a unique opportunity to grow and develop myself. But at times I'm not sure where I am with it or with all of this and how to continue to move forward. I realized last night that I had to step forward uh, with a second time for lunch and like then we just kind of keep going on. But like there's this piece of like just listening and acting means I have to just sometimes do even though I'm like, I don't understand this. Like I don't understand the direction I'm supposed to go. I don't understand of what's actually happening. Like there's been over the past week a lot more inner work than what's happened the previous like three months just because meditation has opened up even more. Stuff has kind of opened up in a different ways. And so some of this is understanding, hey, I need to actually step into listen and to act. And so like when you're thinking through this, like how does this actually apply to your life? Like how does this apply to a place where you're trying to figure out, like you hear something, someone gives you a piece of advice, someone tells you something, and then you're like, uh, and then you don't do anything about it. This is so easy for us to just push stuff to the side, ignore it, like ignore someone's advice, feedback, criticism. For me, it's like, how do I actually listen to my wife, to others that have a positive influence in me, to God, and then actually act upon it? Versus like having these stories spiral up of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I can't do it, I can't figure it out, I'm stupid, like all these different things that are gonna hold me back. How can I work through that so that I can just listen, I can just hear what I need to hear, and then I can act? That's one of the biggest things that I've been working on in 2023, and it looks like it's a theme now in 2024. So I'm excited about that. All right, so another stack that we did is stepping in, and it's like, what is the singular lesson on life that you're taking from this stack? And what I wrote was stop stressing out five steps down the road. Instead, action on the next step in front of me today. So there's this piece where like looking down the road, sometimes like looking down 
the road is like overwhelming, right? It's like, how am I gonna do this? Where am I gonna go? How am I gonna develop myself? And like, I'm walking into life now expecting great things. This has been like a unique perspective. Like I'm actually expecting like God to provide and God to open up doors. Why? Because I've seen him do this over the past year. So I'm like, okay, we're just gonna keep moving for it. But here's what I wrote. As, as I look into the future, the, the thing that I don't know and I don't understand is how am I gonna make it there? How am I gonna impo- uh, accomplish my impossible games? How am I going to make that happen? This is always interesting because I'm always striving to see and figure out what is true, what is next in my life with these things. There's so many different things of that I can do and that I can develop and grow in, but how do I continue to do that? And so this is one of these pieces that I'm always kind of wondering, like, how do I actually move forward? How do I step into the next piece? How do I grow? And my mind oftentimes gets like stuck. And so like part of this is I'm like walking through a bunch of different things. I'm like, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do this and business and life and all this kind of stuff. And there's a piece there of like trying to resonate with what is actually going on. How do I get clear? And what I realize is so often when I do this, I start focusing too far ahead. Like I start focusing on stuff that doesn't need to be figured out now, but needs to be figured out tomorrow or needs to be figured out in a week or needs to be figured out in like a year because I'm just not at that place yet. And it's so easy to get distracted with this where I'll be so focused on the next step, the next thing versus like what is right in front of me? Like what do I actually need to work on right now, right here? That's a big thing. And for me, I realized, I was like, I have people, I have resources that I need to go full steam ahead in the waters of this business. I have support, I have encouragement from people that I work with and serve that is the way this will continue to work. I have people that are so excited to be here and those that are opening up and growing more than ever. There's a lot of things that I'm excited for as I continue moving forward inside of all the systems and developments that we've been making. This is um, this is what I really think is going to carry me long-term and is looking like the long-term plan and goal. Now, the thing with this is like, I'm trying to understand, like I need to focus on like the here and now. Like this is a part of just like showing up present, showing up of what's actually going on now. The problems that I'm facing are only here now. Like there's not future problems. They haven't got here yet. I haven't figured them out yet. And when they do get here, I'll have more knowledge, more understanding and more information to be able to deal with them. So sometimes it's trying to make sure that I'm not stressing out about like the future problems. So I start into this and I just started asking like tons of questions. Like, what am I missing? What do I need to work on? What do I need to develop? And kind of the answer I got back was, these are all really good questions. Not all of them are gonna have an answer right now. And I was like, why not? Like, why can't I know the next steps? Some of the answers that you're looking for are after the next steps that you need to take. There are steps that might need to happen before some of those answers can even be looked at. Okay, then what are the next steps? What do I need to work on? This is where I get confused and where I get frustrated, overwhelmed. I just wanna know where it is and what I need to do so I can focus on the next steps. You've been focused on the next steps and getting consistent. So far, it looks like you've been doing this in several different ways. So like, then it starts breaking out of like, hey, this is how you have been showing up. This is how you haven't been showing up. And then I was like, is it like because you're impatient? And it was like, it's just gonna take time. Is this because you're impatient? I was like, I don't think it's 100% because I'm impatient. I just don't like not knowing the next steps. That's all. It's the main part that I'm frustrated about, okay? What do you, what do you know? And I'm like, I know what I'm building. I know the direction I'm going, like all of this. So like, there's a piece of like having to actually rest in the fact of, I know my direction. I know my purpose. I don't know how I'm going to get there. And so when I look too far down the road, when I start stressing out of like, wait a second, when I look far down the road, I start to worry about how is this gonna work? 
This is something that I've been realizing that's resonated with me for a while now is I'm one of those people that you can tell me the destination. I'm like, cool, this is awesome. Uh, But I don't really want to do it unless I know how. It's almost like I don't really want to bet on stuff unless I'm willing to actually see, does this bet actually work out? Like, does this investment actually pay the dividends that I think it's going to pay? Does this direction that I'm moving, does it actually get me to the place that I actually want to be? And so in doing this, it's been me trying to learn and understand that I question so much of the time, not where I'm going, but I question how. How am I going to get there? There's a huge process even in my healing of like, how am I going to heal? How am I going to get better? How am I actually going to love my wife again? Like, how is this actually even possible? I didn't see the how a lot of times. So I had to keep listening and acting. I had to keep stepping forward in faith and trusting, okay, this is the next best thing that I can do. This is the next step. All of those pieces to be able to lead me to where I am now. And so it's interesting because taking this thought and this theme actually carried over into the following day, which was the whole title of this one, which is letting go of the how. The lesson of this, here's the lesson, okay? Fuck the how, take the next step, don't hesitate, figure it out faster by trusting the process and moving. So as we break it down in this lesson, part of it started to open up in meditation, so I'm going to read part of it. Like I tried to write out and kind of type some of it up to hopefully make sense. Letting go of the how. I sat there looking out over the ocean. There was a moment of knowing that I do trust God in the direction that he's leading me, but the doubts that come in are typically with two things attached, the future and the how. These are the things that I want to put doubt in my mind, making me wonder if anything is real or able to happen the way that I think it should and all. I sat there looking over the ocean and one of the things that was asked of me, do you have to know how I created the waves each day? No, I don't. I don't worry about the waves or how they're formed or the currents that shift and chase the ocean. Why? Because it's all under the surface. I just see the outpouring of what it looks like as the sea roars in its power and its beauty. There's a huge process for me to see and understand that the how doesn't matter. You see, the how limits, the how binds, the how holds me back from doing the things that I need to do in the present. It restricts me from making the steps that I need to do now because I'm thinking, well, how is this going to happen? Like, how long is this going to go? What's going to happen? How is this going to work in marriage? How will I do this in business? How will I do how, 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 how? All of this shows a lack of faith and trust. Lack of faith in God because I'm looking in the future while he is in the future. The trust of him is now. I can't, fu- I can't future trust God. I can currently trust him right here, right now. That is it. There isn't any other way to trust him. I have to trust the process because I know the process works. I know that he works. I know that this is the road and I am on the right road. I know is the direction I need to be going. This is the next steps that I need to take in order to be the man that I'm called to be. This is my calling. But in order to do this, it is always letting go of things. I am letting go of the how. I don't know. There is not a need to know in the power and the action of creation. There is not a knowingness of creation that I can know to believe that it will be here and how I can interact with it. There is a knowingness of abundance that I know God wants me to be abundant, but I don't have to know the how. The how is the part that will trip me up. Lost my place. The how is the part that will trip me up with abundance because I will start thinking that I need to to know how it's going to happen. And I just don't take the next step in the direction that I know I'm called to do every single day. Letting go of the how is learning how to trust the process. 
It is letting go. It's saying, I'm going to take the next step without fear because it will either be the right step and I will move faster than if I took no steps at all, or it will be the wrong step and I will find out faster than it was the wrong step in the wrong direction versus just sitting here and thinking about it. Stop thinking about the how. Start acting on the next what? Like the direct direction that I need to go. I am going in the right direction. This has been confirmed so many times. When I focus on the how, I slow down my drive and roll in the right direction. I want to make sure I'm committed to the direction. As a result, the how will come. I don't have to see it fully, but I have to trust it along the way. Letting go of the how is an act of faith. It is a declaration that I'm going to step in the direction that I need to step in, regardless of how I feel and what is going on. I want to make sure I'm getting driven forward with my purpose and the energy that I'm showing up for him. This process will want to hold me back, will want to make me question who I am and the purpose of what I'm doing. Don't doubt. Doubt is the killer here. It's holding me back from who I'm called to be. It's not helping me rise and grow. It will only hold me back from making me think that I can't do something when in reality, I just need to take the right steps to move forward in the process. I can't hold on to this doubt. I know who I am. I know my calling and why I'm here. I am learning and figuring this out one step at a time. I know that I'm on the right path. So release it. Release the doubt. It is based on the how. It is not relying on the purpose. It is focused on the future and trying to cast shadows on the light that has illuminated the direction and the path that I need to be on. It will only hold me back. It will not let me step into the light of your truth and the light of who I'm called to be. One step at a time. Ignore the how. Fuck the curve. Move. Don't question the divine leading, prompting, or what is being done around it. It is all here to distract you and how to back from who you are called to be. So move, trust, move. The ones that lose are the ones that stop moving. I will not stop moving. I will continue to press forward. Therefore, I will always win because I keep moving. Trust, move, trust, move. Letting go of the how is a form of ego death because I don't need to see what it is or what is going on. I can release it and I can let it go means that I'm letting it go and realizing that it doesn't have power or control over me. I have control over the direction that I go and what I do because I'm stepping in faith every step of the way. That means I have to let humility come over me saying, I don't know the whole thing. It means I have to not worry about any judgment from other people, not knowing what is going on or how I'm going to move forward. They don't know either. They don't know my life, so who cares? What I do know is my purpose, my direction, and my calling. I know who I am. I know what I stand for. I know where I'm supposed to be and I know where I'm going. Is that not enough? Help me lose the doubt of the how and step into the present of the next steps that I need to do and be in order to be the man that I'm called to be. Help me to see that this is the next step in the place that I'm moving towards, letting go of the how. Step forward into the version of who I am. I don't need to see the full path in order to take the next step. I just need to take it. Listening and acting stepping forward in faith, taking the next step, letting go of the how. What's coming up for you today? I'm on a journey to continue to grow and develop and change myself every single day. But it means I have to get to a place where I hear, and I do. Where I shorten the gap in between what I know I need to do and actually executing it, actually doing it, actually applying it into my life. I know the direction that I need to go. I know the purpose of who I'm called to be. 
And when I take my eyes off of the direction and the purpose and who I'm called to be and start to focus on how am I going to do it? What's the next step? Like all these small things. It starts to hold me back from who I actually am. It starts to hold me back from me running forward faster, harder, more connected, more focused. So what's coming up for you today? Are you struggling with this concept of listening and doing? You've heard different things that you need to change, that you need to do, that you need to work on, that you need to transform in your life and you haven't actually taken that step yet. Or maybe you're too struck down with worry and you're like, I don't think I can actually do this because I'm looking so far ahead, I can't figure this out because I'm more concerned of like, what is the how? How am I supposed to do that? And the how starts to lower your thought process, starts to lower your ideas, starts to lower your future because you're like, I don't think I can do this because I don't see how. But instead of looking five steps ahead, why don't you look at what is the next best thing that you need to do right now? You might have two choices today. You might not know which one to take. Understand is if you don't take a step, if you don't make a choice, a decision, you're still making a choice and that's inaction. In making two choices, you have the option of what's gonna happen. You're gonna figure out the right choice really fast or you're gonna figure out the wrong choice and be able to backtrack and make the right choice. And the thing is, a lot of times people are like, well, I wanna make sure I right, make the right choice. I wanna make sure that I make the right step. I wanna just figure out like how is the best decision? When oftentimes you just need to make a decision because you're too worried about what other people are gonna think of you, what, like what you're gonna think about yourself, like the shame or the guilt of making the wrong decision. What if that wrong decision is just a learning experience that gets you to the end result faster? We have so much like condemnation and guilt and shame over making the wrong decision, over having a, a bad decision versus like, okay, I tried this, it didn't work, now what do I do? I go back to square one and I make the other decision. Like what if this happened in your life on a consistent basis? How fast could you move? How much could you grow? How much could you heal? So I want you to consider today, where in your life do you need to listen and act? That there's something that you know that you need to do and you just haven't acted on it. Where in your life are you getting held back by worry? By thinking of the future five steps ahead and you're not actually looking at taking the next step. Where in your life are you focused on, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And as a result, you get stuck with inertia and you don't move at all versus understanding the how actually doesn't matter. But the next step that you do take does matter because it starts to produce a momentum because momentum is caused by movement. Are you listening and acting? Are you worrying about five steps down the road? And are you struggling with the how? If you want help with this today, go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to be able to set up a time with you and talk to you. My goal is to help liberate people and show them how they can move forward in their healing, in their growth, in their development, and actually transform. If you appreciate this podcast, please like it, rate, review, share with someone. That's all I ask. Because I want you to just have permission to open up the door to your life and your heart to get really, really real about what's going on on a week, on a day-to-day -day basis, and how you can continue to transform your life today.